Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Let's Grow.Work, hashtag LFG fam, where success is in the details. I'm your host, Justin Bonnet. Today, we got somebody that I just met recently who's grown really close to me really fast, somebody that's got what I feel is the recipe. Thomas, go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm Thomas Butler, uh, owner, operator of Butler Lawns, LLC. I do lawn care and landscaping. And I've been at it for about three years now. Um, born and raised in Georgia and 26 years old and out grinding the streets, man. <laughs> Dude, that's that's exactly it, man. So we met, I think, a couple months ago over the summertime. It's uh, November 1st now, 2023. Uh, met over the summertime when I was struggling to find somebody for lawn care. And we both know each other from a local group of where we live. Um, you reach back out like three weeks later. I was having trouble of people showing up and just doing the work, which is really right. sad because it seems like such an easy finish line, but people just can't seem to get there. Um, and then you sent me, or you posted, you said, Hey, do you still need somebody three weeks later? And you came out, you showed up and it's, it's consistency. Um, right. Yeah. So what's, which I think is great. And you said you've been doing this for three years now. What got you into it? Uh, so, it was kind of like that classic supply and demand type deal. Um, my brother-in-law had just recently bought a house, um, you know, three years ago, obviously. And uh, his yard guy just, like you said, wasn't consistent, wasn't reliable, um, and didn't really know what he was doing. So I swooped in. I said, hey, look, man, you know, I got a push mower and you've got two kids and, you know, you work a full-time job. I work a full-time job, but I've got a little bit more time on my hands. So, you know, let me swoop in and I'll charge you what he charges you and, you know, I'll, I'll do it up. So I got started cutting his yard and it's, man, it's just grown from there. You know, his neighbor hopped on. I actually first, his parents hopped on because they were tired of their guys. So I swooped in, got that business. And so I was up to two then. And from there just snowballed, you know, people at my work started figuring out, you know, that I was cutting yards and, I just grew up from there. That's awesome. And like, that's really all it takes. Sadly, it's very, very simple. It's just a matter oh, of yeah. showing up, doing the work and holding yourself accountable. Um, yeah, absolutely. And so you're three years in now and I'm really excited about this because we've kind of caught up to where you're about to go full time, but haven't quite yet. So I'm really excited yeah. to do this recording with you and then follow up a couple months after you go full time, see where you're at. What, what is your projection of when you're going to go full time and you know, how, how are you going to do it? What do you, what do you have to, what mark do you have to hit to be like, all right, this is it. Uh, so right now, um, like if taxes weren't an issue, I could quit my job right now. Yeah. Uh, but we, we both know, you know, both sides have to have to get their share. So um, I've pretty much replaced my income from my full-time job. Um, so that's, that's been a, big, big blessing and a milestone to finally hit. Um, and I didn't think I was going to do that this year. Um, but I've pretty much quadrupled, uh, my, my business from last year. And so that's going to put me going full time, most likely like March 1st of next, next year, 2024. So, um, yeah, man, I, I'm so, I'm so stoked and absolutely terrified at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, what's so great about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think next year just you know, 
uh, go into like January and advertise like crazy and pound the pavement and hop on just about every opportunity I can get. Um, but I think, I think I should be cautious too, since, you know, it's just me. Um, I've got to be really diligent and, and cautious about the type of clients that I am picking up because I want those good quality, loyal customers, um, you know, that aren't just going to lowball you every five seconds. You know, I need something dependable. So it definitely filtering the clientele is going to be like top priority next year. Absolutely. And I think because you are in a position where you can select your client, like this is not your bread and butter right now. So you can be a yeah, yeah. collective and grow organically in a way that you're not, excuse me, over committing to where you're like hating life and like getting burnt out too soon, you know? And I think that's a really good and smart way to gradually grow into it and just kind of like streamline everything before you're like, you know, all in. Um, yeah, for sure. I know you're married. I can't remember if you have any children or not. So please forgive me on that one. But no, no kids, man. Because I know a lot of people, they have a lot of variables of why they don't want to get their feet wet or don't want to go full time. And I mean, even being married with a wife and her, depending on you, I know that takes a lot of communication and belief in what you have going on. Um, I think it's really a smart idea because I know obviously wintertime is slower for you or I would imagine. Yep. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so, it is for yeah. sure. I think going sure. into springtime is great. Uh, you stated that you've quadrupled since you said last year. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. How do you trace that back to, or what do you trace that back to? Uh, really, it's it's the number of clientele that I have now. So, like last year, I think I started with uh, like around, it had to have been around like six or eight. Um, and I'm up around like the 24, 26 range now. Uh, bi-weekly, which really isn't a whole lot. Like if once I go full time, I can pretty much condense both weeks routes down to like three days in one week. So, and it's like, it's nothing for me. Like I, I'm, I'm used to working. So um, just to give like a brief recap of really my career, um, I do structural steel fabrication and welding full time, like 50, 50 to 60 hours a week. And then I do lawn care. So me working, you know, 12 hours a day, five, six days a week, it's nothing for me. It's like, it's just another week, you know? So, um, I don't, I don't see the work ethic being an issue when it comes to going full time next year. Yeah, no, I, like I said, I mean, just the small jobs that you and I have talked about and worked with over the past couple months, like there's zero hesitation. You're all about it, super committed, even after working your full-time job, which is, like I said, I feel like it's the recipe. You got the communication down, you got the hustle down, and you got a great business where service-oriented businesses are just like, once you get it down, it's almost bulletproof. I oh, mean, yeah. I remember because, you know, I do mobile detailing and I feel like we pretty much have the same similar business model. And yeah. I know I was getting so upset about the lack of quality lawn care people that I was about to start my own just because. <laughs> right, right. I was getting frustrated. And luckily you came along and saved my life. So there is that. Um, what do you feel like your recipe for the growth over the last year is? Uh honestly, just getting out there and pounding the pavement. Like, uh, you know, if, if you're, 
for anybody listening that's looking to start something, you've got to chase the client at the at the start, you know, because they, they don't know you. Nobody knows you. So that was the biggest thing that I had to understand was like, you know, if I want to grow this thing, then, you know, I need to start watering this seed that I've planted, you know, that I want to grow into this gigantic plant, you know. So it's like you're only going to get back what you put in. And this year I've, I've put in a lot of sweat equity. Um, I haven't, I haven't even really sunk a dime into marketing. Uh, I've done business cards. I've gone door to door, you know, uh, passing out business cards, which is absolutely terrifying. It gives me hella anxiety, dude, but it's, it's so worth it because not only are you growing the business in that moment, but you're growing your presence in the community, but, and, and you're growing yourself you know, you're getting out of that comfort zone. So you may have that shaky voice, but at the end of the day, you may have gained a, a another client and, you know, you've definitely spread your name in the community. So. Absolutely. No, I agree to that wholeheartedly. And I just remember you and I were talking a couple of weeks ago about like your service area and you just said five mile radius from this intersection. And it just blew my mind. Because yeah. On the mobile detailing side, well, I mean, I've condensed it m a lot over the years, but we will still service areas far more than five miles. Right. It's like, you know, I commend you for that. And again, being able to be selective about that uh, has been is, is super awesome. And it's made me kind of rethink my structure on my mobile detailing. It's like, you know, again, for the part of town we live in, there's so many people that get referred to us. And I really don't service that part of town, but I'm like, yeah. all right, if we can just start doing a couple over here each day, then it's all good. Um, right, right. Because at the end of the day, time is money. And especially, I know we haven't really talked about it, but if you have the goal of adding employees and team members, that's stuff you got to think about. That travel time will yeah, for sure. eat you alive, you know, yeah, depending yeah. on how you pay people. I know a lot of people do piecework where they'll just, you know, pay per, you know, yard or car or whatever it may be. So right. a lot of variables in that. Um, so speaking on teams and stuff like that, if I know you use, what is it? Yardbook? I think you use is the, the yeah. Yardbook. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's so uh, that's a, uh, it's a free CRM service. Um, and man, you know, there's a lot of CRMs out there that they, they just, they don't give you like what I'm getting with that service. So like I'm, I'm loyal to them right now, you know? Yeah. I mean, we, we, I we talked about that. Yeah, it's it's huge. I mean, having a software can, I feel like, replace so many jobs, or not really replace so many jobs, but it can take so much off your plates so you can focus on the day-to-day -day and what you need to do as far as knocking out yards. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like when you, that was another big selling point. When you come to the house, you knock out the yard, and then you shoot me an invoice a few minutes later, that takes so much off your plate, you know, and I, I know it's the same for us. Like, you don't have to worry about it, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean like to touch on CRMs too, real quick, like you've got to have a CRM that really fits your business. Um, and you know, going into this year, I wasn't using a CRM at all. And so I was kind of like doing everything just on my phone and that was not only time consuming, but there's so many things that you can integrate into your business with a CRM. Like, uh, for instance, Yardbook has this, uh, this, the way their calendar is set up, it'll schedule or sorry, it'll give you a route that shows you how to best optimize fuel, like fuel efficiency 
and uh, your windshield time, things like that, all within the CRM. And like, man, that stuff's free. Like really any, any industry can use Yardbook. It's not just like landscapers or, you know, whatever. Right. Like if I was starting your business, that's what I would do. Yeah. You know, no, I, I think that's great. I know I've used a software. It's been a couple of years, but there's one for detailers called you're able, like you're able to do X, Y, Z. Um, right. I, 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 I think they have a map. I'm not quite sure, but yeah, doing that would save us so much time. And of course, it's a little different with us because the car is not always there. Like the lawn is always there, you know. Sure. Um, but it kind of goes back to again the customer service side of things, where I feel like so many landscapers have gotten comfortable with because the lawn's always there, I can come whenever I want. Which, yep. personally for me, kind of irks me. Like, you know, like I, I again a couple people before you and I met, a guy would be like come three days later just out of the blue because it rained. Like, right. you gotta, you gotta talk to me, dude. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's, for sure. It's crazy how much of a headache a little communication will save. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. Big time. Yeah. Um, so I know that you've talked about that you're still at your full-time job, which is an amazing job, by the way, the, some of the projects you've told me you've completed is. Oh epic. yeah. Yeah. Um, but what, what like inspired you, I guess, to get into lawn care or did you just, uh, so it's it's very minute but the thing like i grew up kind of working in or not really working in uh i pretended to work for pike nursery for a long time my uh both my my sister and my mom worked there full time when i was growing up so i was always there hanging out um you know my parents were split up when i was growing up so i had to either hang out with them at work or i was with a babysitter or you know, I was at home by myself doing my own thing. So, um, stayed out of trouble by going to work with, uh, my mom and my sister a lot. So, you know, in the summertime I'd hang out with, uh, with them at Pike nursery and the boss there ended up having me like a shirt made and everything. Cause I was just slowly, but surely getting into like, you know, plants, horticulture, things like that. Uh, you know, doing, uh, aquascapes there at the store. So like, you know, maybe one day I'll take my business into building ponds and stuff, but yeah, man, it, it kind of started from a young age. I always, you know, grew up playing outside. I grew up, you know, on the lower income side of things. So, uh, you know, I had, I had these and I had shovels, I had rakes, I had, you know, wood, scrap wood. I'd build tree houses all day long, you know? So I've always been outside, yeah. you know, doing stuff, riding bikes, whatever. Um, but yeah, man, mainly I, I was, I was like six, seven years old with calluses on my hand, like a construction worker, just cause I, one day my mom took me to Michael's, the little craft store or whatever. And I found this like shovel and I like fell in love with this shovel. I begged her to death and she finally bought it for me, brought it home, man. I dug a six foot hole in my front yard. Couldn't get out of it. Couldn't get out of it. My sister had to come and get me out of it. And my dad came to pick me up that Friday to go to his house for the weekend. He backed his truck into it. Oh, man. Yeah, he backed his truck into it, man. He was pissed. <laughs> he was pissed. He was like, you need to fill in these holes. Oh, my gosh. Oh <laughs> so, my yeah, gosh. man, I've always been outside. Always. That's all. I mean, like, for me, being outside is one of, the, like, the most freeing things that you could possibly do. For sure. And, and I feel like enough people or not enough people experience it. Like, it's it's great. And, like. 
you know, I know you and I've talked about it, but I've been slowly working into committing more time at my shop. And like when I first started that, I'd feel like I was confined. I'm like, ah, I got to get out of here. You know, I've been in here right. too long. <laughs> so, oh yeah, it can be tough. Yeah, that, that's, uh, see, so you're trying to get out, right? You, you know, you're like, oh, I, I don't feel too great in here, you know, I'm confined and everything. But like, man, I'm, I'm dying for the day that I leave my house to go to my own shop and just like cut the heater on, do paperwork, you know, like I, <laughs> I'm not ready to be out of the field right now, but like, you know, right. I look forward to that day. Cause I know it's going to come next year, bro. You know? 100%. Dude, it's, it's going to happen. So no, it, it definitely will. Um, so as far as your growth and things like that, are you looking, when do you feel like you would hire somebody? Do you have that kind of mental in your, in your head? So, um, a lot of people might consider it crazy that kind of understand the industry and like how the revenue works and stuff. But I think I could honestly just solo, I think I could scale it to a hundred K. Um, and then at that point, probably hire on, you know, start hiring on some guys, uh, the back end stuff, the way I have my business structured is so simplistic and streamlined. Like I, I, I can pretty much handle it myself. Yeah. Um, not to really, hop back into the CRM talk again, but, uh, you know, Yardbook does bookkeeping for you too. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, what do I need an accountant for? Right. You know, it does all, all your expenses, all your deductions, things like that. So it's like, Hey man, I'm good. That's no, that, that's awesome. And like I said, I mean, I, I honestly didn't even know that you were 26 until, you know, eight and a half minutes ago, but Oh yeah, dude. I look young. I look yeah. young, man. I, <laughs> which is good. No, but you know, 20... that'll pay off later. 26 in itself is young and like, you know, for the way you speak and the way you talk about your business and the growth and just the plan for it, you know, at your young age just shows that your, your path is going to be great, which is extremely exciting to be a part of and to see. Um, and I think that's really great. And so I know it goes back you said that does the, the CRM does bookkeeping and accounting and all that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah, I feel like, Again, kind of back same thing. Like we use products and tools, and we invoice clients. It's yeah, not much more than that. Yeah, but right. We have yeah, insurance, few other things, but overall, and and the more simple you could do it, the much more efficient it'll be. Yep. You know, I, I think that's great. Um, and hiring somebody is terrifying. I can tell you firsthand all day long. But I also don't want anybody, especially my listing right now, to let that hinder you and growing. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, for sure. No, like I, I do look forward to the day, uh, that I do hire somebody because I can already tell you now, like going full time next year, uh, man, it's going to be lonely. It's going to be lonely. And the good thing is I listen to a lot of podcasts already. Yeah. So it's like, those are going to be my best friend and, and I'm just going to soak in all this knowledge and, you know, I'm going to be listening to people like Grant Cardone. Um, you know, uh, a couple of people you're probably not going to know, but, um, you know, I've got landscaping mentors on YouTube, uh, Keith Kelfis, Brian's lawn maintenance, um, Stanley, uh, genetic, a couple of great guys right there. That'll, that'll take you really far, really in any industry. If you just apply the, the common knowledge that's there and available to you. Yeah. And I mean, there's so much knowledge out there. It's just trying to find the right ones that make sense. Just like I'm sure in landscaping, it's the same in the detailing community where there's those people where you're like, eh, I probably shouldn't pay attention to you. 
Yeah, but for sure. Gotta, and you got to be aware of that kind of stuff. Self-awareness is huge. Yeah. And But I, I think it is very vital to think about that kind of stuff. There's like that meme and video that's going around where it's like if you could have $500,000 or dinner with Jay-Z, people are like, oh, I would have dinner with Jay-Z. Even right. if Jay-Z says, take the money, buy my <laughs> album for $10 because that's got all the knowledge that you need. And right. I feel like that's true on the internet. Like there, all the knowledge you need is out there. But you, for me, I feel like you have to connect with the right people. Yeah, for sure. Speak your language and push you and things like that. Yeah, I agree totally, man. Yeah, and I mean uh, that's why I, I, I think I think networking is highly underrated. Highly underrated. Everybody tries to do a lot of things on their on their own, and and you know because they they want to say that they did it. You know, that's, that's big nowadays. It's like, oh yeah, I did this, you know, whatever. But no, man, honestly, the more people that you can get to help you out, the farther you're going to go. And I think at the fastest pace, you know, for sure. Yeah, no, it's very well said. There's plenty of people again, where we're at, you know, we're in the Gwinnett County area in, in Georgia. Um, I mean, even with Audrey Holmes, I mean, she's an amazing person to have, like, Oh yeah. Your back pocket as far as in the real estate community and things like that. We're actually gonna be talking to her in the next couple of weeks, which is awesome. That's exciting. It, That's it exciting. Is. I mean, Audrey's such a well connected, well versed individual. And yep. just again, she has the recipe. And the fact that, you know, you got to meet her through us and just, you know, again, it's all about who you know. It's all about, you know, showing up and doing the work and just really building and pouring love into relationships. That's what I feel like is yeah. six for anybody. Um, but <laughs> kind of checking out there for a second. Yeah, no. So Audrey, yeah, Audrey's <laughs> it's absolutely good. amazing. It's, it's tough, man. Cause we grind all day and then we come home and do this, which is even better. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, oh dude, I'm drained. I'm drained. <laughs> it's the adrenaline that keeps you going though man it's exciting it really is it really is it's the best coffee <laughs> i love that adrenaline's the best coffee that's amazing i'm gonna i'm gonna put that on a shirt um <laughs> royalties man hit me with the royalties <laughs> i got you don't worry we'll make it happen um so as far as uh you know one of the biggest things especially because you have a full-time job or as a lot of people like to say a real job um right yeah for sure <laughs> What are you doing to balance work and home with everything going on? Um, hope and a prayer, man. Yeah. Hope and a prayer. That's it. Like, uh, honestly, I, I ride every wave that comes my way. Um, and a lot of times I fall off that surfboard, you know, um, I get my fair share of panic attacks, you know, they happen. I'm stressed out to the max, but like, it's what I got to do right now. You know, I can either be where I am five years from now, or I can change that. And the only way that's going to change is by being uncomfortable for a little while. Dude, absolutely. hundred percent. Like me jumping in this freaking podcast. Finally uncomfortable as fuck, but you know what? I'm here and it's so yeah, exciting. Dude. Yeah. You're making it happen. Hey, I was uncomfortable getting on here, but like the thing is like, you got to get over it. Yeah. You got to get over it. You got to get yourself out there because otherwise you you're going to become uh, a mosquito breeding pond. You're just going to be stagnant. You're not growing. You're not doing anything for yourself or anybody else. So you've got to, you've got to be uncomfortable sometimes. 
dude, your quotes are like amazing, bro. Like people are going to take these and like print off shirts, bro. Like we're going to have to get on it. <laughs> Mosquito breeding pond, bro. That's, that's George as it gets, man. Dude, I, I've been that pond before, man. I feel it. I think we, we probably all have, but the fact that we actually feel it and it resonates that it's not a good feeling and it pushes us yeah. to grow is where it's at. It's when those people in your circle are the mosquito breeding ponds and you're like, I can't be here. I got to go. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know, and I, like, for I, sure. watched, I, watched, I watched a small clip on Gary Vaynerchuk about that. And like, you know, it's like you should talk to your friends about, you know, kind of distancing yourself before just falling off, you know, and be like, this isn't working for me. And if they grow with you, awesome. If not, then, you know, do what you got to do. Yeah, big time. Which I think is, is really, really fair. Um, so you're working five days a week at your business or at, at the job and then you're doing landscaping after, or are you doing it on the weekends or? Yeah, no, I'm doing it like Monday through Sunday, baby. Um, pretty much, uh, I try to keep Sunday off. Um, I do go to church, so I have a spiritual life and stuff. Um, and, and Sunday I really try to just dedicate to spending time with the wife um, she definitely doesn't get enough time, um, which really sucks, but I think she, she understands the sacrifice that we, we both are making really. Um, we're both making a big sacrifice right now to get me to where I need to be at. And, and she's seen, she sees the vision. She's seen the, the financial freedom that is possible. Um, and she knows that I have far more potential than what I'm able to give right now just by having those 50 hours deducted from my weekly life, you know? So if I had those to, you know, add on to the business time that, that I'm putting in after, you know, 4.30 for my real job, then, you know, who knows what our finances could look like? Who knows what our freedom could look like or our yeah. time together, you know? So it's like, we, we need to try other avenues because what we're doing isn't working. So that's why I was like, as soon as I saw the financial freedom and time freedom that a business could give me, I was like, yeah, no, I'm done. I'm done with what I was doing. I'm moving into this now. Yeah. Yeah. You, f you found the recipe. And every time you say financial freedom, I always think about Dave Ramsey and it goes back to the quote, live like no one else, so later you can live like no one else. And Bingo, man. Yeah, you're, you're putting the grind in so later that you can, you know, invest your money or however you want to do it or sell and just, you know, live life the way you want to. I, yep. I love the fact that you're aware and you're writing your own story. I think it's amazing. Uh, so I'm super, super excited um, to follow up with you. You know, again, it's November 23 right now. You say your March first is when you're going all in. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, man. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll promise you, you you probably won't even ever see me again after March first because uh, you'll be at work and I'll be cutting your grass and we we'll just never cross paths. Hey, it's all, it means we're both doing something right. It means we're both doing something right, right, dude. That's awesome. So real quick before we hop off, tell people where they can find you: social media, Instagram, whatever it may be. Yeah, sure. Uh, so the best way to find me, it would probably be Instagram and that's, uh, at Butler lawns, LLC. Um, or it could just be Butler lawns. One of the two I've changed it before. Uh, Facebook is, uh, Butler lawns and landscaping. 
And uh, I think that's about it. I don't have a website yet. Uh, I'm not going to get into that until probably next year. So not trying to grow too, too fast, too quickly. Right. Yeah. So, you want to, you want to grow it uh, without like mess in a, in a sense. Right. Strategic. Exactly. Awesome. Well, Thomas, thank you so much for your time, everybody. Don't forget. Let's grow dot work. Hashtag LFG fam, where success is in the details. Stay tuned in the next week or two. We'll have Thomas's information posted on our Instagram so you can find them a little bit easier. And as always, any questions, feel free to DM us or contact us on Facebook. Whatever it is, let's grow dot work is our username on both. We have, Thomas, thank you so much for your time, man. We'll catch up with you soon. Yeah, man. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Take care. See you, bud.